If you'd like to support the show, don't forget to rate us five stars, shop at our merch store, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Special thanks to our patrons, M. Trichkovsky and Tony Irons. To become a patron, go to patreon.com slash whatsmythesis. Is it like a hot, young teenage skater boy? <laughs> I wish. Oh, I love a hot, young teenage skater boy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I did. You're not I, that I, much I... younger than me. <laughs> Coach. <laughs> Welcome to What's My Thesis. I'm your host, Javier Proenza. Every week, my guests and I share the answers we found to the questions we have. Join us as we explore and expand our worldview and ask What's My Thesis. And today, my guest is So Young Shin. Uh, how are you doing? I'm great. I just got back from a hike. Are you? Oh, really? Yeah. I spent a lot of time actually looking at atlases and embracing my best teenage boy self. Okay, so did you grow up out here? Um, I grew up in a suburb of Seattle called Federal Way, which is the worst name for a town. Why would you name a town that? How fucked up are the kids going to come out of that town if you name it Federal Way? Well, what's what do you what do you mean by that? Just because they're all going to become government shills? Yeah. Work for the CIA <laughs> and whatnot? Okay. That sounds, that sounds like a good thing to be afraid of. I mean, I don't spend a lot of time there, um, but I came back one year and I was like, wait, when did they put in like a 60-foot American flag in the main drag of, in town? Wow. Maybe it's not 60 feet. It felt like it was 60 feet, though. <laughs> Huge flags are also off-putting, especially our, our flag is so intense. I, it has so many triggering things about it. I had a flag uh, designer specialist, I forget what they're called, on the show, an artist that does flags. Mm -hmm. It's an interesting concept to have this like thing that you make to represent things. And then like, it's also interesting how much baggage they can carry, you know? And like, it's, flag design is basic. It's like a triangle can mean anything. <laughs> but did you not pledge allegiance to the flag every day for yeah, yeah. years of your life? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how did you feel about that? Did you struggle with it? Um, I mean, I think we all did at some point in high school. I definitely, like, you know, felt the corners of uh, feeling yourself out in junior high and, like, sat down a couple times instead of, like, pledging allegiance and no one cared. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Yeah, I can't imagine as a teacher being, like, that invested in people standing up. Like, imagine <laughs> starting the day having a fight with a kid about that shit. Although I did, I do remember vividly, like, that kind of shit happening at times, so... When you said, can you imagine, like, we all experienced that rebellion? I'm not so sure. I think there's probably a lot of people that are, like, pro-America to the fucking fullest, no? Definitely. <laughs> like, the kids that want to pray in school probably weren't, like, oh, my God, I need to rebel against this. We did have, in my junior high, there would be a group of a, one, or, one teacher and a few students that would hold hands and pray around the flagpole in the mornings. They definitely pledged allegiance to the flag. I can't yeah, believe. yeah, yeah. I can't imagine them not, right? I wonder what, I mean, I wish anything gave me that kind of comfort that I could just, <laughs> you know, like, and sometimes I'm jealous of like, you know, instead of like resentful or just like, man, these people are so stupid. I'm like, oh man, the simplicity of life. Can you imagine just? <laughs> Have you heard of crystals? Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely jealous of that kind of like, uh, I, here's what I wonder. What's the crystals works in mysterious ways of a uh, equivalent, right? Like, how do you rationalize? Like, but I did all my crystal shit, <laughs> you know. And my life still went wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the one thing. I, I, that's why I'm not like super into theology or anything like that. What about you? Did you grow up with any particular religious? Um, I grew up going to church and. Like, for my time and place, that was pretty common, especially, like, all, not all, I'm not going to say all anymore today, um, many Koreans of that time and place, like. So, you, is that your gym. background, Korean? Yeah. Okay. Um, but I didn't ever believe in God. I kind of just did it because, like, my mom made me go. That blows my mind, like, the reach of 
colonialism when it, you're like in Asia, really? <laughs> that shit has some reach. Well, and I asked my mom about it later because I was like, Mom, so you don't really go to church anymore. Like, what was the deal? Why did we go to church? And she's like, oh, I wanted you to have community. And I was like, I didn't believe in God and I didn't really like going. She was, and she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I just, <laughs> I didn't know. And then I talked to my sister about it and she was like, that bitch is lying. She wanted us to go to church. She made us go all the time. And I was like, both of these things can coexist. <laughs> Wait, so your sister, how many siblings? Uh, just the one sister. And just she, the one sister? Yeah. She lives in London. She's older? Or? She is four years older. Yeah. Uh, who's the most competitive? <sighs> you don't have to call your sister if it's her. I could call my sister. Um... <laughs> I don't know that we were competitive. She really wanted to do well in school, so she worked really hard. But we didn't fight with each other or try to one-up each other, except for when I got to high school, I decided that I definitely needed to like drink and do drugs way earlier than she did in her life. Mm. <laughs> so that's a certain kind of competition. But Were yeah. you a bad kid? I tried to be. Like, <laughs> I really tried hard. I tried hard. What's the most... like? rebellious like teenager safe for the internet and like not embarrassing story that you got um i mean i went to raves in high school that so was the main thing yeah were you did you do psychedelics and stuff not most of the time but, um okay so the answer is yes <laughs> i didn't actually do psychedelics until i was older okay yeah but mostly i just like to stay up late and go to parties and like hang out with people and feel cool feel cool that definitely is how you feel at a rave so what what uh are you millennial? Yeah. I'm trying to pay, pay like, because I'm a 90s, late 90s raver. I was. I'm a, a Jinkos. Right. I was a Candy Kid raver in 2004. 2004. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that was like high school still for you or post high school? That was high school. You were in high school still in 2004. Okay. I was born in 88. 88. Oh yeah. my God. I know. I'm, ba I'm baby. You're baby raver baby raver <laughs> I know and like totally like I I knew when I was there that I definitely already missed the era you uh -huh. know like crazy warehouse raves and especially in in Seattle there's a lot of raves in the woods that mm. people put on um I definitely missed the era yeah right 90s were the time to be raving were there any are there any like uh young adult novels like based in that era in in, in like the rave scene or is that what are okay? Because I know you've said it off air that you're you you've decided that YA novels are your topic. Yes. <laughs> is there is there a specific? I mean, it, does the YA covers so much? So like, can we figure out exactly what you're like? Hopeless, horny teenagers in love. Okay, so the setting <laughs> doesn't matter to you. Um, okay, so lately I've been reading Jenny Han. I don't okay. know if you know of her. No. Um, she has this series. Uh, I don't know what the whole series is called, but the first book is To All the Boys I've Loved Before. I've heard of that title. Yeah, it became a Netflix series as well. Or okay. three Netflix movies. Oh, I thought that it was like from the night, you know, like a long time ago. Is this recent? Probably within the last 10 years. Okay. Um, they talk about being on Instagram. Oh, because the there's book. a song called th th "That's where that phrasing comes from." Okay, I see. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" That I've heard that before, but yeah, to all the girls I've ever loved before. So, all right. So, what's the? What, is it like a hot young teenage skater boy? <laughs> I wish oh, I love a hot young teenage skater boy. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I did. You're not I, that I, much <laughs> younger than me. <laughs> Okay, so the general premise is there's this girl, Laura Jean. Okay. And she, from, the, from, the, from between ages like 12 to 16, wrote a love letter to every boy she'd ever loved. Okay. And went as far as to address it and stamp it, but kept it in a hat box. Is there a significance to the hat box, or it's just a quirk? It's just a quirk. She okay. just like never, but she you know, you know how it is that you're like, I'm gonna go as far as like to drive up to my ex's house with a boombox, but I'm not gonna actually like yeah, play yeah, the yeah, song yeah. with the thing over my head. Somehow, mysteriously, all these love letters get sent. Oh my goodness! Yeah. And so the there's a, some some magical realism, or would that be supernaturalism? All reality. Oh, okay. I mean, it's fiction, obviously, but all reality of just all the fallout of. 
Well, but I mean, yeah. do we ever discover, the, solve the mystery of like how they got sent out? Or it's, oh, okay. We do, oh, yeah. okay. So it's, it's not like a wishing hat <laughs> box <laughs> or something like that. No, like her, she has to deal with the fallout, including that she had, without too many spoilers, that she had a crush on like a jock, that she had a crush who was her first kiss. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right right I, Why? No, I, love, I love the passion like you really are into it I think I you picked it, the right yeah. topic so far um, and that she had a crush slash loved her sister's boyfriend okay there's a lot of fallout from all of this alright so she's written love letters to all the boys but these are people that she doesn't know anymore or she's still active like how many boys does she love I think it's four Okay. All there's so all the boys. <laughs> 12, 13, 14, 15, one every year. <laughs> okay. That's a lot of number of boys you can love if you're a teenager. All right. 12, 13, 14. You can only love four in that in the span of going to high school. Interesting. I'm thinking like the most like popular YA obviously are what what's it called? Like the ones that got made into movies are um, Hunger Games mm-hmm. and the other one is the um, vampire one. Uh, Twilight and and also Harry Potter. Yeah, right? is it Harry Harry Potter's young kids too? Right. I think Harry Potter is also. Does it does it get horny? I don't know. I feel like I had a lot of classmates that were Harry hor- horny for Harry Potter. Yeah, but I mean that doesn't mean like pe- people were hot for Bieber. That doesn't mean he was like. They weren't really <laughs> hot in Hunger Games. I feel I don't. What is what is YA? Mm. Great question. You probably would know how to answer that. I mean, I between was, the two of us, I was just going for horny teenagers that can express their feelings in text that I can I can say like, oh, that's very sweet, but also I definitely haven't tapped into this since I was sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> so the dialogue is not like, um, they're not like verbose kids. No, although I think okay. So the way I fell into this YA hole was how long ago did this start? Um. Four years ago. So pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic, I was reading fiction about... And it was good, and you were glad it was there during pandemic. I didn't actually read any YA during pandemic. I just read, I just read hard sci-fi during the pandemic. Okay, cool. So do you, have you read any Neil Stevenson? I actually have not, and I know, I feel like I get that question Because Snow yeah. Crash is pretty YA in some elements. I mean, I'm only going to... Read it if there is horny teenagers in love. There's one horny teenager. Great. Whitey is her name. She's very horny. She has a uh, a anti-rape protection kit in her vagina. Or in, sorry, inside of her that like pricks someone with a sedative. <laughs> it gets. It's pretty cool. <laughs> and and she forgot that she had it in her. And uh, he uh, and she's like disappointed at his like staying power. It's like, uh, I expect you to be able to have sex for longer. So anyway, <laughs> that's a part of Snow Crash no one ever talks about. <laughs> I'm definitely going to read this now. Yeah, Come uh, on. It's so great. It's really great. It, uh, but, uh, but I only bring that up in reference to hard sci-fi. It's not quite YA. It's basically what uh, the world is now. Like it predicted it, you know, like the yeah. uh, anarcho-capitalism. But anyway, we want to have fun, not talk about how shitty the world is. I mean, okay, so what got me through the pandemic was reading Cixin Liu's The Three-Body Problem, and it's, it's a trilogy. Okay. Do you know about this one? No, but is it like on the foundation level where it's like, have you, it, you it, there's all these like, sci-fi books don't, ever come outside of trilogies sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the ones that boys really, like Dune, you know? Yeah. Like, where it's like, oh my God, you gotta read it. But yeah, okay, so what? tell me about the book. Three Body Problem? Yeah, so this this podcast is now just a book recommendation engine. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I mean, I'm, we're definitely gonna go back to... Uh, horny to, teenagers. To horny okay. teenagers. But I'm horny for sci-fi too, so... Great. <laughs> Um, I don't want to give too much away because I kind of feel like you just have to read it and don't listen to the audiobook, actually read it. Um, the general premise of Three Body Problem is that aliens make contact, a scientist receives a transmission because she sends a, sends a, she sends something out into the universe that says like, hey, I'm so pissed off at the earth. This is where it is. Come find us. And oh, then shit. the alien writes back and is like, 
I got your message. Don't, don't send another message. Do not, do not send another message. And she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and so there's aliens from another planet uh, that is doomed that are coming to Earth to basically who knows what. And there's a lot of sympathizers with the aliens mm -hmm. because they've gotten a lot of support. Because um, they know how to IG. They know how to IG, yeah. They like they figured out how to make the scroll extra infinite, and so now we're just... Wait, what? You no. can do that? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I would just ruin the earth. Um, but it's a hard sci-fi book, which I've never actually read one before, because usually I'm like, I don't know, you guys are talking way too much about like how the science works. Yeah. Um, this one actually does a good job of like being hard sci-fi, but actually tying it into how it would feel to like live in that universe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so hard sci-fi can be tough i i still like i don't necessarily i don't know that i don't think uh, stevenson technically qualifies as hard sci-fi but it's also very heavily researched so he does he wrote the cryptonomicon he wrote a bunch of uh nerdy stuff that anybody that clicked on the link for this podcast thinking it was going to be about horny teenagers is not going to want to hear about <laughs> so let's get back to the horny teenagers <laughs> yeah horny teenagers so what okay so then my point of reference the Hunger Games. Uh, I did like the Maze Runner, the first one. Mm -hmm. That shit was good. But would you consider Hunger Games horny teenage? I just feel like it's like scarcity. How and many guys does she have in the? She's got. All right. I mean, maybe maybe it's not. I I always assumed it was because uh, that's what people called it. Isn't that what people call it? Don't people say that that's a uh, YA book? I think it's just because of the target. It might not yeah. be horny teenagers. Yeah. But tell me, like, when you're about to die and you got to kill everybody, like, wouldn't you be horny a little bit? <laughs> Very, yes. <laughs> it's like, one last time, please. Yeah. That would be an interesting Hunger Games where no one dies, but everybody's just trying to get laid. There's a multi-thousand person orgy and the three-body problem, just, just so you know. I think I like aliens. I think they should come <laughs> and populate this earth. It's funny that I also didn't know that hard sci-fi was... I um, included like alien stuff, but because isn't like hard sci-fi just like really science, like nerdy science-based shit? Well, and this is, I mean, it, I, I think it does a good job of thinking through like what would it be like if we figure out a lot of things in physics and multi-dimension universes and also if there were other life forms out there and how would we interact with them? Mm-hmm. Without giving too much away. Horny alien teenagers? There's a lot of horny alien teenagers that are making uh, Spielberg-esque uh, dramas with horny alien teenagers. Is there, not to get weird, but is there like a lot of step-teen horny teenager YA fiction? Because there's certainly a lot of porn. <laughs> Has that trend... <laughs> Not that I watch porn, guys. No, <laughs> no one in this room has ever watched porn. Not that guy, not this person. Not these cheeks. No, not these cheeks. I had to rotoscope those cheeks. Oh, wow. That must have been interesting. Yeah. You did a great job. Oh, thank you. It's like fuzzy. He had a hairy butt. I can't help it. All right, anyway, let's get back on track. So why A? <laughs> Should we just get the horny teens from next door to come in and tell us what their feelings are today? I, I know that, that was, w w that's definitely on the uh, release form that I have <laughs> prepared for them, that it's going to be okay, and their parents are going to be perfectly fine with it. Um, I mean, haven't you ever felt like in love like a hopeless 16-year-old version of yourself? Have I? Mm -hmm. I try to regulate that. I try to like mm. like when I catch myself catching feelings like that I'm mm. like I'm like uh I think there's a difference between genuine um attachment to someone versus like infatuation and I think that a lot of the teen horniness is infatuation which is super hot don't get me wrong you know especially if they're step siblings <laughs> so we're not actually related <laughs> so I think that I just both... don't know how that became a thing but it's like it's like okay we could hire two teenagers and just have them be teens but that's boring <laughs> you have to make it risky yeah I just don't I like the when I when I the only time I ever looked at Pornhub <laughs> I'm just like what the 
fuck are people into? It's pretty shocking. And I'm like, just give me something plain, like the Kim Kardashian sex tape. Like, great, two people that are getting drunk and having sex. Like, fine. <laughs> Do you think that, like, in that, in that, there's like a a porn bubble where where everything gets normalized to a certain degree, where you're just like, yeah, all step teenagers want to fuck each other, or like all step parents. Or do you think that it was done as an experiment and like the fucking demand just went up? Have you ever had like a friend, did you ever have like a high school friend that like got hot for their step parent? Is this a thing that's ever actually happened? I mean, oh, no, the closest thing I remember is the, uh, the um, Kevin Spacey vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, b- beautiful life, or no, life is beautiful, where it's like, where what's his name? What's her name? The super young girl is like trying to have sex with him. But I just I don't think, think that happens in real life. No, and I I just think that having like if you're if you're twenty and having sex with another twenty year old, that's great. Like both yeah. of you don't know what you're doing yet. But I'm just like, oh, could I ever have sex with someone that like inexperienced in the world? <laughs> well, I definitely I think that I I think that's interesting because I think socially like there is kind of an assumption that guys would, you know, <laughs> like but for guys I think it's more of like a, I could definitely not talk to them, you know. But I think maybe for your side of things, that's like you can't be attracted to like a little twinkie <laughs> teen boys. Whereas all of the marketing <laughs> towards us is like, hey, man, like for, I remember when I was a kid, like realizing that because I was still a kid. What was it like? What was the um, there was a huge star like model that around the time of Cindy Crawford era. You're too young. But I was like, that's when I realized like most of these girls are like 16. It's like, that, isn't that weird? It's pretty weird, yeah. Like they're like a covetous object, you know. Meanwhile, you guys have to settle for like old Clooney and whatnot. <laughs> so tell me why you're so hot for teens. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the skate park the other day. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, no, no. It's 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 a like it's a like I've I'm a mature individual now, and I know what my role is in the world, and it's fun to. All I ever want to do in life at this point is like bust teens for smoking weed in public places. This is like this is my mo. Every time I have a chance, I do it, and I'm just like, "Are you guys smoking weed?" And they're like, oh, "And I like walk away. It's great. It's so fun." But it's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, I have the baggage of it having been illegal <laughs> at some point. So it was like, illegal when I was younger. No, Come it was on. illegal when you. But is it illegal when you're doing that? That's that would be real fucking cruel. <laughs> if like you're you're like, and then it's a, all of a sudden someone comes up and is like, "Hey, are you guys smoking weed?" You're like, "Oh no, we're going to jail." <laughs> I don't know. Was it that bad when you were? In Seattle, in, in well, you, were, you lived in Federal Town, so Federal Way. Federal Way. That sounds like a fucking highway. It is. It was a highway. Oh, so it's named after a highway. It was named after a highway, and there are so many towns on this highway. Uh-huh. No. How many people? 87,000 the last time I checked, so it's not small. I actually literally just met someone at a different opening, and she there was like a writing that I had that's about Federal Way, and she's like, wait, are you so young, Shin? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I'm from Federal Way, too. And I was like, whoa, we got some stuff to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so then what did you talk about? All the meth? Or what kind of, like, what is it? Is it a meth town? Um, I'm sure it's a fentanyl town now, but okay. it was a meth town back then because there's so many woods. You can easily just, like, cook in the woods, and no one will find you. I had friends uh, that cooked in the woods. Whoa. Sorry, Mom. Don't, just, Mom, I never did drugs. Well, definitely never did meth. I didn't. I never did math. Yeah. Well, other than what was mixed into the ecstasy that I was doing. Oh my goodness! Raves. I but. couldn't handle ecstasy. Really? I mean, I had. I could handle it while I was on it, but the next day was just too rough, and I like, I would just get depressed. But yeah, I mean, I was always jealous of people because like you would see like the thuggiest thugs all like hugging. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> in Miami, like, bro, I love you, bro. <laughs> in their big ass Jinko jeans with their chains. Yeah. Like, no, these guys weren't even like these were these were what we called refs. Refs. Refs as in refugiados, like refugees. So it's like the the more thuggy baser kids that had like trunks that rattled. And di- and they were like they were sort of preppy, but also kind of like it was its own style. Are you from LA? No, I'm from Miami. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got you. Yeah, that's why I'm like poking at the questions with the drugs, because <laughs> definitely there was too much cocaine in Miami for it to become a meth town. Like, I, I'm sure there's some meth somewhere in Florida, but it's like Florida. Is there maybe like meth in Tampa? I would guess, but I don't know, because I think Florida just has so many pain clinics as well that like there's mm. just so much other shit that you don't need to cook meth. Right. I know meth is like its own thing, and if you get hooked on it, you really like it, you know. But if it's if you're doing coke, it's probably the same thing. I mean, and at our DMVs, we had the faces of meth uh, warning PSA yeah. poster. Yeah. I I didn't see that shit till I got to the West Coast. So it it is a it, it, it I think meth is definitely a regional desert thing. <laughs> uh, as far as like that, I can't imagine there's a lot of meth in like uh, Florida that I. I mean, I was. I saw people freebase and shit. Like I was just in the, in it, you know. So mm-hmm. I, if it was happening, <laughs> they just didn't mingle with other drug users. Mm-hmm. They were like, "No, nah, I don't like paying people." <laughs> so federal way and ecstasy. So we know you've done ecstasy. You've what? incriminated yourself <laughs> on that. <laughs> I am a perfect angel. I've never done anything illegal. I definitely don't show my underwear ever I'm perfect I'm I'm an angel I'm a Christian I went to church growing up I don't yeah you are you a practicing Christian no no are you into like uh none teen role play or non-teen role play none none well I was just I, I misgendered it I should have been like priest teen Action. (laughs) Oh, father. Oh, daddy. (laughs) Well, so there's this, like, funny thing about, like, okay, people of my generation, especially, like, Korean-American women, like, from where I grew up, like, a lot of us have never dated a Korean man because they remind us of, like, someone we went to church with, our dads or our brothers. So it's, like, praising that man. (laughs) But it's weird getting older and, like, moving, you know, growing out of that because, like, I was at an, like, an opening the other night, and I was like, oh, he's cute. And I was like, this isn't a feeling I've ever had towards someone of my own race. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I get that. I, uh, to me, it's weird that people are like Latinas, because I'm like, my sister? <laughs> <laughs> the woman that showed me how to dance when I was 14. Yeah, it's interesting. But okay, so then horny teens I just I guess you're like you're just trying to bring it back (laughs) well but I think that's the core of like why you like I asked you what you like about YA you didn't say like oh the writing style the prose (laughs) no the right the writing yeah the writing's very simple like I listen to it a lot in the studio because you can dip out for five minutes and then like dip back in and you didn't really miss anything oh really yeah because it's written for teenagers right like you fall asleep and you miss a couple pages but you didn't miss like you know, 18 scene changes like you do with other books. It's great. So what kind of themes are we dealing with in these books other than just horny teens? Like, is right. it, is, are we doing abortions? Are we, is it, does it get that serious? The stuff I read Fast is, Times at Richmond High. No, it's all pretty lighthearted. It's just like, I love this boy, but I don't know if he likes me, so I'm going to have my friend go ask, like... Oh, so you're yeah. just like, you're just sidestepping all the baggage that comes with dating in real life, and you're going to the core of the fantasy of dating. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So you are you on Hinge and all those apps? Oh, God. I'm just like way too busy at this point to be dating. Like, I, I, I had been dating earlier this year, but... Hinge, Hinge is, is so much work. I don't know. I feel like I'm old feeling now and like I just I get it and I know how to play the game. This but, guy this guy helped me figure out how to play the game. Okay. Yeah. But don't you feel like you meet somebody and you have you, you or you meet someone on Hinge or this is how I feel. 
You don't have to. You don't have to validate it. You can disagree. Should we just fix each other's hinge profiles today? <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> don't look at my hinge profile. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm a few pounds lighter. <laughs> it's pre-COVID. No, uh, I find that you meet people and like your whatever you like. It's like you have you're meeting a profile, right? Right. And then you kind of go back and forth, and it feels like there's so many steps before you actually get to vibing with someone for real. Whereas if you like meet someone at like say an opening or you meet someone at like a bar or at someone's birthday party or some shit like that or in real life, things that haven't happened in two years, you know, like things that are just starting to happen again right now, I feel like that excitement can be a little bit more genuine of like vibing with someone because like you've already, you know, like you haven't met their resume and then projected what you're hoping for on that resume and then you meet them and you're like, oh, they suck. <laughs> or, it, or, or, or has your dating life been amazing on Hinge? Um, I mean, okay, I've only... Oh my God. Because I mean, you you did start this conversation, this part of this conversation by saying that you gave up on dating. So <laughs> it doesn't yeah. sound like it was like amazing. No, I just, I'm just busy. That's really all it is. Yeah. Like I, I just pulled myself out of the pool because I realized it's not fair to anyone to, because I'm so perfect and amazing that they find me and then I just can't find time in my schedule to hang out with them. And then they're just disappointed. Mm -hmm. Because I'm perfect. Have we talked about this yet? Um, Can we just like start the conversation of how I'm perfect and how everyone should just be like me? Is this based on like a (laughs) Korean thing or? No, (laughs) Or is this the American side of you? This is the American side of me. (laughs) The Um, pura gringa. (laughs) No, Hinge, okay, I was... I was, I would say I was two for three. I, I don't know. I feel I, I'm pretty good at putting a representation out there of myself that I think attracts the right people. And I feel like I'm pretty good at reading people's profiles. And in my strategies, I just don't put even you match or put time and effort into someone that I don't think is interesting in the ways that I find people interesting. Yeah, but it's more about how people argue. is that how you are (laughs) no like well I'll be like oh they seem cool but then you have your first argument you're like oh you're like not nice (laughs) oh you're gaslighting me you did say that you know things like that and this is I'm not saying this about a whole broad gender I'm just saying about my matches (laughs) your matches that all happen to be a a certain gender um I haven't had that experience I guess but I also like haven't had any you haven't gone long term i haven't gone long term oh okay i'm not really looking for a long term right now either maybe that's part of it yeah it's kind of hard to project that out like be like yo i just want to hook up with you from a guy's standpoint i think it's a little bit easier to just be like hey i'm here and then like if that works out but like if you're leading with like yo are do do you do you find dudes like that you're like oh wait this guy just wants d or just wants to give me the d yeah and i'm like my roommate uh, matched with someone who, in multiple profile photos, was like shirtless and had a great body. And they were like, oh, yeah, that's what I want. And I was like, it's not that it's not what I want. I just think it's a red flag if someone shows that in their profile as like, no, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. And so it's interesting. I don't know. It's a weird one because, like, how do you suss the hookups that are like, like, okay, so you're. Does it just come up naturally? You're like, yo, I'm just looking to hook up because they're not leading with it? Or are you like, oh, this guy only wants to get laid? Um, I think... I don't I, know. Maybe that, that's not a question you want to answer publicly. No, it's, I apologize. It's okay. <laughs> I, can, I can explain how complicated a person I am because I'm perfect <laughs> and everyone needs to follow my suit. Um, no, I think the thing is, like, even if it's just like a hookup, like, I really can't like spend time with someone unless I'm either like emotionally invested or find them really fascinating or like have common interests that we can go do. And like my ex who I love dearly, like kind of put it this way. He's like, you don't do casual. So young, like you don't do casual. And I was like, yeah, I think you're right. Like if I, if I go, like we're going down the rabbit hole together. So What's at the end of that rabbit hole? Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of casual hookups that <laughs> end quietly. <laughs> that does that is less murderous than I anticipated. No, less murderous, more yeah, more funny. Alice in Wonderland fantasies, like hey, like let's just keep it casual. You want to go have like weird fun times together? Like, but wait, I'm not understanding things? though. You said you're you're saying both things. You're saying that your ex said you don't do casual. 
No, I don't, I, I don't do like, I'm gonna hook up with you and disappear, because that's not my vibe. It's like, I don't hook up with people that I don't really already get along with, and so there's... So it's not gonna be awkward. You're not gonna end up being like, what the fuck did I do? No. <laughs> well, and it's funny, I was, at, I was at a party, a birthday party for my friend, and like, it was a room full of gay males, and this one guy was like, yeah, I think it's easier as a gay man, because he, like, it's clear from the get-go, I mean, obviously not all game, but he's, he's like, it's clear from the get-go, if you're on Grinder or Scruff, like, you want sex, and so, yeah. and, you, and so you're clear about what you want and who you are and, like, what things that you like, but it really sucks because sometimes you're, like, four or five hookups in and you realize you don't want to spend time with this person, and I'm like, yeah, you got to go the other way around where you, like, tease around the corners and see if you actually want to even, like, wake up next to this person, and then you can decide to, like, fall, in to get, fall into the rabbit hole together. So this is, like... A very interesting because it's like you're uh, it's it's a variation on a pickup artist that has like emotional attachment. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a less creepy. <laughs> Welcome to my TED talk about being a pickup artist with emotional attachment issues. <laughs> <laughs> so then, what's the longest relationship? I mean, obviously this is a phase. It sounds like because yeah. you you told me that you dated someone for two years. Uh yeah. I dated him the, for two. I dated the last person for three. Okay. Yeah. I'm not like a champ of longevity in relationships. I'm not judging. <laughs> it's three not, years is a long time. Three years. I'm, the longest I've done is five, and I've never gotten even close to it again. But that was long distance, so that, that probably helped. And it was on and off again, so I don't know if it was like a full five years. Like if you, if you start and stop the clock, it would be like two and a half. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty far distance. It was probably five years because the whole time in between you were like, I don't know, should I call him again? Should yeah. I call again? And you were sitting there like gaslighting yourself. Yeah. Your it was a it was a young people's thing where uh toxicity was retaliated with toxicity kind of thing. So you're like, oh, and this is pre-cell phone, so you're holding on to your, like, phone card, wondering, like, oh, am I going to use these, like, three cents a minute to call? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, like, involved handwritten letters and everything. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet, And multiple though. cities, too. Oh. Yeah, we met in Florence. But anyway, I'm sure she loves me telling this story since we're not in, in contact anymore. Oh. But, um... I'm sure if I reached out, she would be like, oh, hey, nice. Yeah, I'm glad that you're alive. <laughs> you don't need to call your ex just to make a point that you could call them. That's not, that's not. Oh, uh, no, I, I figure I'm just like, dude, you're, I've, the, I, was the, I was the asshole last time. And I'm like, you know what? I don't, uh, you, you get to, to be the one who was mistreated last. <laughs> I'm okay with being the bad guy. <laughs> you know, like, I'll be your villain. That's fine. What? That, that, teenagers? Teenagers have issues with, like, having clear communication relationships? What are you talking about? Well, I was probably, like, 22 when I started dating her. So, like, but, yeah, it's not too far off. That's why I went, like, when I hear about, like, 17-year-olds sleeping with, like, 19-year-olds, I'm always, like, let's, you know, because now it's now grooming is a big buzzword among the kids. Oh, is it? Yeah, and I'm like, that, that, that fucking 19-year-old's not a smart old person. <laughs> you know, it's like, you're grooming! I'm like, bro, <laughs> it's a fucking little kid. You're but, both little kids. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, yeah, you could argue that the person, that one of them is in the real world, but... One of them might need to pay rent. Yeah, maybe. might, maybe, yeah. But... Anyway, okay, so then all of these guys that you're dating and having casual hookups with, they're teenagers, right? So um, what's your cutoff? <laughs> 14? <laughs> yeah, you know, after, just when their balls drop. Oh, like. <laughs> whoa. That, you go there, you check. <laughs> it's just the sack right now. God damn it. <laughs> you made me do that and then I was like oh <laughs> why are we doing this for ourselves I don't know it's pretty painful okay so what are like main themes of uh, of YA novels that I think that that because like seriously it's so far out of my reality and mm -hmm. and I like what you asked about like you don't remember what it's like to have that like teenager crush I kind of don't I was just so destabilizing like for me when right. I was younger, you know, it's like, fuck, my whole reality is crumbling because I don't know how to deal with all these like raw emotions. Uh, was that like, is that normal when you were a kid or was I especially sensitive? No, and I will say, I think part of the reason 
that I've been really into YA is because I've been writing a memoir about being from Federal Way and all the feelings I had in high school. Okay. <laughs> so I think it's like also giving me some like voice to like what's been going on. I've, I've, I've have many pages written about my high school crush. Okay. And, but it, you know, there's obviously clear parallels and, and like I was listening to the radio the other day and there was an interview with this like writer that had just finished her book and she's like yeah you know some some people do like go back to their hometown and date their like high school boyfriend and then they stay together but obviously for most of us that's, that's not what happens and I was like why are you coming for me through the radio <laughs> just because I've written pages and pages about this man like leave me alone oh how many pages oh god um wait you said man <laughs> he was a teen when you knew him he right was a teen so you do have you are you in contact with him do, or is is the version of him that you have in your head that you're writing about him as an adult based on what you knew him as a kid, or do you actually know him now? I mean, it's very much that I realize I've had a manic fantasy in my head that is a version that doesn't exist with anyone in the real world, and I've come yeah. to terms with that. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's definitely coming from a very hopeless teenager point of view. So now unrequited. I haven't talked to him in 15 years. Was it ever requited? Uh, he gave me 15 seconds of head when we were 18, and then I fell asleep because I was drunk. That's a win to me. Yeah. I mean, I would brag about that. <laughs> <laughs> I would leave out the 16 seconds, but I'd be like, yo, I touched <laughs> I touched it. <laughs> Sorry. We're teenagers now. We're teenagers. Yeah, it was the hottest hookup I'd happen, had up until that point, clearly. Well, <clears throat> I imagine a lot of it, the the newer stuff has to have, like, a completely different... Like, it, it must be interesting to go back to, like, read YA from when I was, you know... I was going to say mm. when we were younger, but I'm, like, 10, you know, almost 10 years older than you. That's another thing I wanted <laughs> yeah. to ask you about. Did you watch Young Adult? The the movie with uh, Charlize Theron. I did not tell me oh. more about it. What it's I like really it? no, it's really fucking good. It's uh, about a woman who's a mess. And Great. Writes young adults, uh, like uh, uh, yeah, YA fiction. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I don't actually consume a ton of media. Like, I you know, we live in LA. You would think that I'd be watching a lot of TV or film. And honestly, I kind of just read a book every now and then. Really? Yeah. I mean, you're very sophisticated, I can tell. <laughs> I only read books. Um, no, I basically watch RuPaul's Drag Race, and then uh, for a while I had a TV in my studio, and I would just put on PBS, and then now I, now I listen to YA novels. I've been, I've been listening to the new John Waters book at work, and it makes me very uncomfortable because it feels just like a John Waters movie that he's describing. Yeah, yeah. And then I look around and I'm like, I hope no one like, is hearing what I'm hearing because I would definitely get fired right now. But <laughs> Are you sitting at a desk at your job and stuff? Or? Yeah, I'm a tailor, so I do a lot of sewing like every single day. Oh, you know? okay. Oh, so then, because you, you had mentioned that you got work for movies. Are you doing costumes and stuff? Yeah. Oh, not bad, not bad. Is this all of these clothes, you, they, are you wearing clothes you made? Um, Kind of. So I made these sandals. Okay. I made these pants, and I did not construct this shirt, but I did dye it. Okay. I, I got that vibe for sure. That I wear my janky clothes all day and that are kind of falling apart, but very functional. Yes. Yeah. It's <laughs> like if I saw six of you wearing the same thing, I would be like, okay, I know what's going on here. <laughs> There's a cult. <laughs> Young adult cult. Young adult cult. You, we don't use crystals. We do have tie-dye. You have yeah. to wear tie-dye every day. Is it bleach tie-dye? Um, no, it's actually, the, it was originally this color, the purple. And then, and then you put the black in on top. Yeah. This, I did a nice job with this one. I want to get back to dirty teenagers. Horny teenagers. <laughs> horny teenagers. Were you a horny teenager? Oh, yeah. Yeah? So this isn't like you trying to... Well, I feel like I feel like back then I was like, oh, wow, there's this part of my body and people I'm interested in. But now I'm like, let me maybe evaluate the feelings I had back then that I wouldn't let out. Okay. Right? So you weren't going out, like you weren't hanging out at the, uh, under the bleachers... I was not hanging out under the bleachers. Uh, the one time I got asked to go to the county fair, I got too embarrassed and just like ignored the phone calls of when this guy was coming to pick me up with his parents. You know, I was very scared of vulnerability when I was like 
yeah, yeah. 14. Right? I think I think we're talking about the same thing. These these feelings that were super intense. Yeah. You know, when you're like, oh my god, I've lost control of all reality. And you don't have a parent that actually knows how to talk to you about oh, it. Geez. Okay, so that we do have in common. Yeah. <laughs> which which one did you try to talk to? Oh god. The, the 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 dad or the mom? I just didn't talk to either. And then I just pretended I didn't have feelings all through junior high and high school. Really? Oh yeah. So you didn't have a boyfriend? I had a boyfriend at the end of high school. He was terrible. In what way? Like, just rude, oh, or he was cheating on you? I don't even want to get into it. He was he was a very bad person. Okay, I'll just say that. I and then I was like sleeping around also in high school. Mm-hmm. I like it. I suppose I support it. <laughs> I would also sometimes like my mom wasn't home most nights, and so I would like sometimes drive over to boys' houses and pick them up, and we go like go park at like down the street and go make out and then drive him back. Nice. I was bad. I was bad in high school. I was I was definitely like a chaos vortex. I've come to terms with this in my manic fantasies about my high school crush. <laughs> chaos vortex. A chaos vortex. That's an interesting visual. Yeah. I mean we all are in high school. Like you don't yeah, you have all these strong feelings, you don't know what to do about them. Like you're horny. Like, like a horny Tasmanian devil. <laughs> <laughs> and you like pull men in, you like spit them out fucked up. Yeah. Oh, so you're fucking with people's heads too in the process? Oh, yeah. Oh, what's the worst thing you did to somebody? Uh, I mean, I didn't... I mean, we, I think we can give ourselves grace for being 16. No, no. Right? I, I mean, I don't want you to co- uh, confess to murder right now or anything like that. <laughs> I didn't... I mean, there was nothing, like, bad that I did. It was just there was a lot of, like... Here's what I used to do that, that, <laughs> that, I, that I feel bad about. I used to... And I think it was because I was just so shy and I couldn't get out and really, like, approach people the same way. But I used to, like, give people bad advice knowing that it would be a disaster or mm. not knowing but not also not caring. So, like, yeah, you should definitely talk to her, you know? <laughs> Destroy their friendship. No, I think she likes you and shit like that. Like, and I was like, oh, my God. And I would, and I would be aware of it. And I was like, why am I fuck am I doing this like you know but, but you was, can't help it but it, yeah it was just like I mean this probably comes from like some fucking weird family dynamics that I've gotten over uh, in the are you sure <laughs> have you given this bad advice out recently should I call my high school crush and like <laughs> yeah. tell him how I feel yeah you should call him and tell him all the pages you wrote <laughs> so I, I need to talk to you because uh, uh, I need to read you everything <laughs> I've ever written about you for the last 15 years so what is your fascination with him um, I, I mean, I worked it out, like, oh God, I'm like, how much, how much do we have time for? I mean, you, you can summarize it. Um, we, there's no hard out unless the batteries run out. Okay. And I wrote a rhyme right there. That was bars. That was bars. He spit bars. Um, it's two things. Basically, like, I went home last summer and it, the family secrets came out and it was hard. And then part two... Wait, are they related to this boy or no? No, not at all. Family secrets, just like heart painful ones about like betrayals and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, just general ones. General family secrets that my mother had been hiding from me for 20 years. Okay. General, yeah, general family secrets. Um, They're both your parents, right, biologically? um, So she she remarried to another man. Okay, and yes. pretended that that was your father. Is that the family? Secret? No, no. I don't have to. I, I don't have to pry. I was actually just joking. I didn't expect a real answer. Uh, yeah, I have eighteen fathers, and she doesn't know which one. Um, the gist of it was, I was like, "Oh, how nice would it have been to have a stable like boyfriend's family to hang out with in high school?" That was uh, that was the gist of it. Yeah, and then that and that fantasy went really far. So it was more about, like, the whole unit, and it wasn't even that he had, like, a magic D. No, I never touched his D. He gave me head for 15 seconds. And no, I, I mean, asleep. like, you could <laughs> fantasize about the D. I don't think I ever fantasized about actually having sex with him. I just fantasized. I was like, oh, it would have been nice if that kept going. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not, like, a thing where he rolls out this massive, brilliant, shining, like... 18-foot schlong. Oh, I mean, if no. that's what you're into, shit. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, I love the Vista Burns. Like, hmm, let me ponder that. I can make that happen for myself. I'm an adult with a job. I can. Oh, okay. I can find, a, I can find an 18 foot unit to deal with. Okay. 
Where, uh, where would you, yellow pages? <laughs> <laughs> um, Craigslist. I am looking for... Are you, someone was telling me that they were a master Craigslist. Oh, no, it was Lauren from next door, who's showing at the mm-hmm. Monta Vista. I interviewed her, and she was like, I, I'm like so good at finding stuff on Craigslist. And I'm like, what year were you born? She's like bordering on Zoomer. No, she's a millennial, I think. But yeah. Craigslist is not as good as it used to be. I really miss old Craigslist. Did you ever have like a, a crazy hookup, a Craigslist hookup? No, but like for a different project that we did, we did use Craigslist to solicit um, people to be on a dating show that we were putting together. And one man did show up from and the Craigslist Casual Encounters, which doesn't exist anymore. Oh, they don't? No. Isn't That's the one where you're like, uh, you were... Uh, sitting in a gallery next to a picture of yourself. I was sitting in a gallery next to a picture of someone's <laughs> cheeks. <laughs> we Our were doing eyes a, locked. <laughs> we were doing a podcast together and I couldn't remember your name. What was it again? <laughs> no, I think I, that, that may have gotten swept up with the roundup, but the like, I am an ex looking for a Y that doesn't oh, exist anymore. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah the, and my favorite Craigslist term, no fatties. No fatties. Classic. Fats, femmes, or Asians, right? Oh, they, they would say no, no Asians? Yeah. Oh, wow. They, I mean, not him. <laughs> the royal, they would say no Asians. Ah, interesting. Right? Yeah, you don't get, you don't get a lot of no Cubans. No Cubans, <laughs> no men. Although, although a lot of people are probably thinking it because they're like, are you Republican? I'm like, no, dude, that's how bigoted. <laughs> We're the ones who make uh, the Florida blue. We're the ones that make the Florida blue. We also make... No, Florida, not the floor. <laughs> Florida. Like, it's like, without us, there's no swing state because it's just white people. <laughs> but everyone's like, oh, my God, you guys. You guys are all Republicans. But I thought it was like partially a thing that a lot of the Cubans that fled were the ones that had money. No, I mean, there are yeah. definitely... But it's just not your general. yeah. It's like literally without Dade County, that shit goes red every time. Right. And so it's just a funny thing. A lot of, uh, a lot of queer people from California have that reaction to me. When, when they find out I'm Cuban, they're like, oh, are you a Republican? Because they're like worried that I'm... I'm like, bro, even the fucking Republicans there are not like homophobic. <laughs> All our kids are gay. Yeah, it's Miami. Yeah. Leave it's me like, alone. L- watch the shorts their, their sons wear. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Miami's an interesting place. Women, women wear shorts with uh, high heels. I've always wanted to go to Miami. I have a few friends there. And I've always appreciated everyone that I knew that came out of Miami. Go for a week. You'll get bored. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you were like 20, go for two weeks and party every night and do a lot of coke. But like... Right. I don't do that. Yeah. Well, no, my friend, my friend was telling me that when he goes home... I was like, what do you do? And he's like, oh, we go to stripper boxing. I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, you eat chicken wings and there's strippers boxing. Yeah, or you go to, it's, there's not a lot of fun stuff to do. Got it. Like, because if you just look at LA and the music scene here and you compare that to Miami's music scene, Miami has a very isolated music scene. So the music's really good, but no motherfuckers drive down to that tip of that peninsula for eight hours. And when they do, we're very grateful. But, yeah. You know, Seattle's the same in a weird way. Because, like, when bands tour, they're like, do we really want to do Idaho and yeah. Washington? And they're like, no, we're just going to go straight to Portland and bust down to yeah. get to, like, San Francisco, LA. Yeah, so it's one of those things. Also, they're scared of us because we're all Florida men down there. Florida man. Do you I, have any Florida man stories about yourself? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. Uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, and most of them are drug related, but like you just see weird random shit. Like you, you know, like you fucking walk around. Everybody's talking about having guns. Uh, I one time I almost hooked up with this teacher who was doing coke <laughs> in in Gainesville. It was like naked wrestling at a Days Inn one time. Uh, that a fish show? No, but that was in, that was in Virginia. That see, doesn't count. <laughs> you're making Florida sound really fun. Like I want to stay there for more than a week. Oh, that's Florida, though. Okay. <laughs> have you ever read any Carl Heisen? I haven't. Okay, so he writes, he's really a funny writer. He writes uh, mystery novels, 
like he he wrote uh, striptease the the movie was not as good as the book apparently but um he like has florida nailed to a fucking t when you read the books you're like oh i've met that motherfucker i know that guy because <laughs> they're fictional characters but they're based on like archetypes in miami and mm-hmm. man but i don't think i would recognize like the place it's been like 11 years so but yeah florida man just a lot of free base a lot of fucking a lot of people just uh crushing pills i have snorted plenty in my lifetime uh i know how to there is uh i've done oxy and shit like that you know Typical yeah. Florida man shit. When you take your driver's license and then the lighter with the pill underneath and you yeah, crush yeah. it. Yeah. You fold it up in a dollar bill. <laughs> and then you're like, oh my God, this glorious powder. You're like, I need to get around the time release <laughs> coding. And then you somehow get herpes from the dollar bill in your nose that Wait, <laughs> you're what? <starting laughs> Florida man gets herpes in their nose. Oh, okay. I thought you just meant everybody has herpes because of a dollar bill. I'm like, I didn't even know that was a danger. <laughs> I wonder if you could. I'm sure you could. Just I'm just like, trying to scare you. I know. I'm like, fuck, I got to go get tested now. Because <laughs> I, just... I did cocaine like... When I was 22. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, instead of uh, spooking, like, teenage boys that are smoking weed, I should just let them know, like, hey, you know if you ever snorted anything out of a dollar bill, you're going to get herpes in your nose? And they'll be like... (laughs) So how did this, uh, like, evil streak manifest itself when you were a kid? (laughs) Wait, which evil streak? The The one one where you torture young children (laughs) who are just trying to get high, like we did. (laughs) I think it's fun. I don't know. <laughs> that's really all it is. You're I, just like, I think that's what an evil person would say. Okay. In fairness, so the other day when I was at the skate park, um, yeah, I saw, I saw this teenager, and he was his he was sitting on a car, clearly not his, clearly his friends, and his friend was taking pictures of him, and I was just like, "Hey, you guys taking pictures?" And he was like, "Yeah," and I was like. Who's it for? And he was like, someone. <laughs> and I was like, someone or someones? And he's like, someones. <laughs> and I was like, here, let me help you out, kid. Take the skateboard and hold it behind your head. You look really cute. <laughs> and then he like took his friend took the picture and he's like, oh yeah, that does look good. And I was like, boys like you broke my heart when I was in high school. Don't worry, I get it. Like, have fun. <laughs> so you were into skater boys and ravers? How big were their pants? They weren't big. You were a candy raver. I was a candy kid raver, but people wore UFOs back then that were like lime green. Yeah, UFOs. That, so that is like, that is the tail end. That's like, uh, po- that's the logical conclusion of Jinkos before you... Uh, Skinny jeans. Yeah, you go back, <laughs> you're like, you've reached the peak. <laughs> when you're like tying things to your calves so that it looks like they're shorts and they're all puffy. I love those things. I had them. You should just get the. I mean, I have I, some. Jinko tried to make a comeback recently, or people. Yeah, they're people super expensive. Really? They're like, yeah, they're. They, I mean, they used to be mall jeans. They were like, uh, I know by the time you got into them, probably, or you you got I, into the scene, I mean, they I were wore, expensive. I also wore Jinko jeans, or like knockoff Jinko jeans from Le Mans when I was in like yeah sixth grade or whatever. No, yeah, it was hard to get away from. It was everything. You could, I could house communities under my pants. The fucked up thing is like living in the Northwest, it's wet all the time. And so you were just, just like, picking <laughs> it up. I wore, uh, I did uh, for Halloween where Carl had the show uh, on the roof. I don't know if you heard about that. I heard about it. Yeah. That. So for that, I dressed up like uh, myself as 17 year old Raver Me. And I had, I got some pants from Delia's, which. Uh, oh my God. Delia's, <laughs> that catalog. Yeah, I know, Iconic. Man. Oh, that was my, that was my YA porn. I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> Who are all these hot girls with like. Cute skater bangs. girls that don't exist and don't go to my school because there are no cute skater girls. <laughs> there were none back then. No. There were, that was like such a boy thing. But yeah. And, um. Sorry, what was I saying? Uh, you went to Delia's, you bought oh, some yeah. pants. So then over here, like, somebody had an accident where they, um, like, fainted, and there was, like, urine on the floor, and I was trying to help out Emily, and 
I was like, hey, blah, 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 because I was trying to return those pants, and I immediately, like, I just ended up standing right in the puddle. And I was like, I was like, of course, this is, this is like Jinkos. <laughs> you're going to find the puddle of piss and stand right in the middle of it. Like, and it was like, oh, my God, you're standing in it. I was like, oh, whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I can relate with the, with the wet hem of your pants. That's a much more tragic story than I was going to tell, but I'm into it. Sure. <laughs> so wait, sorry. What was your story? I did. I thought you were just saying that your pants got wet. I yeah, now they just got wet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to end the story by saying like, you took off your pants and mopped up the spill. No, I just, I was so used to having the whole world on the edge of my pants that I was like, no, this is... This is what's going to happen with these pants. <laughs> I'm not going to return them. Well, I mean, I can't return them. <laughs> I got, now I, I was like, okay, I guess I'm committed to these $60 pants. Why didn't you wear them today? Come on. I'll wear them. I'll wear them. Uh, you, you, if you want to see me, I will, I will do a little tap dance for you in the, or a little rave dance. A little rave dance. <laughs> Just give me some glow sticks. I couldn't find fucking glow sticks. But I, I went to the... This was funny. I went to the car, uh, like to an auto parts store, and I was like, hey, do you guys have glow sticks? And they were like, no. I was like, that's what the fucking glow sticks were for in the 90s. Like, that's where you bought them. But I guess you got to go to like costume shops and stuff. Party City. Party City, yeah. And they were all out. Doesn't even plan right. They were like, sorry, everyone's showing up to their parties as a 90s raper right now, so we don't have any glow sticks. There's a supply chain shortage of glow sticks because of COVID. Sorry, guys. Yeah, no, there literally was. Also, it was because it was Halloween, and I was late to the party. But anything else you want to talk about horny teenagers that we haven't covered? Um, I mean, I will just always like go on ad nauseum about horny teenagers. But Yeah. So when I was younger, I... You know how I just told you that, like, I really tried hard not to have feelings in high school? Uh -huh. That also meant I didn't read Harry Potter because I was like, popular girls read Harry Potter. I'm, I, I think they fucking suck. Were you a goth kid? I was... Or emo? I was goth on the inside. Oh, that's less fun, but I, I get it. Well, I was goth <laughs> on the inside. and I, I want to see you with corpse paint. Oh, I should. I mean, I, I just didn't like the aesthetic. I was goth on the inside. I was a candy kid raver on the outside. I would wear, like... Oh my god, all the fucking bracelets I made when I was, like, 16 and going to raves and all, like, the weird pacifier, like, chain necklaces. And I also, like, was sewing back then, so I was like, I'm going to make skirts and make cute outfits that have, like, fishnets that are neon green, and I'm going to put that over another thing. You know? Did you make the dress that you wore at the opening for this? I did, yeah. Okay. Because I feel like I had seen that in, on Instagram before. Okay, yeah. I mean, not, it could have been bought. Not that that changes it. <laughs> <laughs> There's finally, I'm finally popular enough that Instagram wants to hack my account and, like, make a bot that's selling crypto. Really? Yeah? You, yeah. you think I, you've reached that level? No, I'm not. Uh, you should try harder. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm goth. I'm very unpopular. No one likes me. <laughs> goth kids are popular. They just don't get along with the, with the rocker kids. No. They, was there subdivisions like that where, like, the... There was a time where the jocks were going to fight the goth kids, and I ended up uh, joining the goth side. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You were like, I want to beat the shit out of that football player. Yeah. I mean, I was just like, these are my friends, so, you know, or like, they're the fucking alternative kids, so I'm going to side with them, even though I was somewhat athletic. I played, I mean, I wasn't like bad at sports, but I wasn't like, that wasn't my main thing. I was like, I'm going to play guitar, skate, and rave, bruh. <laughs> That's not funny. That was very serious. I took it very seriously. I used to wear polos with big old jinkos. Oh my so it's no. like I had a preppy, a preppy kind of raver vibe. Yeah. Oh my god. So you're like living... long hair down to here, uh, undershaved, like the Tony Mayola. So you're like, if if anyone had a question about like whose side you're on, you were like, all right, I need you to put your hand right here. Either <laughs> no, they could tell the by my mismatched clothes. They could tell by the fact that I was wearing a button down with a t-shirt over it. <laughs> you're like, I'm different, guys. <laughs> uh, I was not the only one. <laughs> that shit happened back in the day. <laughs> now I remember. Oh god, why did people wear two t-shirts? Why did people wear two shirts? Or the fucking uh, bowling shirts. That were popular, or like the uh, the gas station attendant shirts. This is all eight years uh, gap. <laughs> no, I just think that like, okay, the thing I appreciate about the goth kids now is 
they figured out how to express themselves through fashion. Yeah. And there needs to be a class for like 12, 14, 16 year olds that you're like, all right, who are you? And where can you shop and what do you pull? And can you just think about how you look and who you want to be in the world? Because like, oh, I would have killed for that if yeah. I was that age. Did you ever experience that thing where like somebody has a certain style in high school and all of a sudden you see them change their style and it's like everybody's talking shit about them, but it was like really not that big of a deal? Like where like from one day to the next, they're just like preppy and then the next day they're like rocking jinkos and whatnot. No, the things that happen would be that girls change their hair color, which was scandalous. Mm. And then girls in junior high would come back from summer break, and all of a sudden their breasts were bigger because they decided to start stuffing their bras that summer. And supposedly... Well, thank God they didn't get <laughs> surgery. I thought that's where you were going. No, we, I'm not from Miami. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We didn't have imaginations back then. You didn't have imaginations about, like, going through medical procedures to get... Uh, Enhancements. Oh, I had fantasies, but yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you wanted to have a huge rack. I mean, I just wanted boys to pay attention to me. I was goth. Leave me alone. It sounds like they were though. They were, and I had to kind of come to terms with that. That was like, no one paid attention to me. I'm the victim. I've never had. And I was like, wait a minute. There was like all these, and I was like, oh, I was like, I was probably average popular. I just didn't. Yeah. Yeah. There's always room for more popularity. Yeah, I'm perfect. Everyone should pay attention to me. <laughs> Do you pull this shit on boyfriends? <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you have it, folks. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> I'm like, which camera do I look at to be like, Oh, yeah, you can rebut to that one. I don't know what I'd rebut with. You could just give your takes. You could be like, this motherfucker. <laughs> this guy's from this is Florida man. Don't listen to him. Yeah, Florida man is problematic as fuck. All right. Well, I uh I feel like I have uh asked you enough inappropriate questions at this point. It doesn't usually go like this. I don't know if it's the teen thing. I mean, I opened with like I like I like horny teens. Horny teens. Okay. I'm a big fan of horny teens. I was just worried I was doing something different, but I think I think the context I'm just disgusting and I shouldn't be let around a high school. This is really like all this is to say. Oh, yeah. No, we're definitely going to alert the authorities. (laughs) (laughs) Anything that you could promote? Uh, I will definitely be writing about my high school crush and elaborating ad nauseum about why he's great and why I'm a mess. Well, great. Thank you so much for coming on this show. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll check you out next week.